1: gentlemen, thank you for standing by and welcome to the Neptune Wellness Solutions Inc. Q2 Earnings Call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. After the speaker's presentation, there will be a question and answer session. To ask a question during the session, you will need to press star 1 on your telephone. If you require any further assistance, please press star 0. I would now like to hand the conference over to your speaker today, John Mills, Investor Relations. Thank you. Please go ahead, sir.
2: Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining us. This afternoon, we issued a press release announcing our results for the second quarter of fiscal year 2021. We also issued our management's discussion and analysis and consolidated financial statements. These documents have been filed with the Canadian Securities and Regulatory Authorities of the United States Securities Commission and are available on the company's corporate website. Before we begin, I'd like to remind you that all amounts discussed today are in Canadian dollars and today's remarks contain forward-looking information that represents our expectations as as of today and accordingly are subject to change. We do not undertake any obligation to update any forward-looking statement except as may be be required by Canadian and U.S. securities laws. A number of assumptions were made by us in preparing these forward-looking statements which are subject to risk. Results may differ materially from what is projected and details of these risks and assumptions can be found in our filings on SATER and with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Joining me on the call today, we have Michael Camarada, our president and chief executive officer, and Dr. Tony Renault, chief financial officer, who this morning, the company announced has been appointed global chief operating officer. Tony will begin providing an operating update and a review of our second quarter financials. Michael will follow with an update on our strategic path. Now, I will turn the call over to Tony. Tony, please go ahead.
0: Thank you, John, and good afternoon, everyone. Before I comment, on behalf of Neptune's Board of Directors, our executive team, and all of our staff, we hope and trust that you and your loved ones remain healthy during these unprecedented times, especially as cases of COVID-19 continue to surge. Neptune is pleased with our second quarter results and strong expansion of our product lines and strategic growth of our distribution channels during what has been a restructuring period over the past three months. We continue on the path to transform our company in order to be best positioned to meet growing consumer demand across the three categories we serve, the health and wellness industry, the consumer packaged goods industry, and the projected $130 global cannabis market. To that end, it's important to note that 12 months ago, the distribution of our consumer product goods represented zero revenue for Neptune. Today, it is responsible for 70% of our gross revenue. Our second quarter total revenue alone represents 97% of total revenues for the full fiscal year 2020. This is proof that our strategic initiatives are working. As you can see from our top line growth and channel expansion during the first six months of fiscal year 2021, Neptune revenues have never been better in our 20 year history as a company. In a short period of time, our newly assembled world class executive team has executed on our shift from a B2B extraction company to a fully integrated health and wellness platform centered around a dual go to market approach that focuses on delivering B2B and B2C products to millions of consumers around the globe, resulting in diverse and multiple revenue streams. This approach sets Neptune, apart from its competition, and is yielding consistent long-term revenue opportunities. One important example that I'm delighted to announce today is that Neptune has secured at least $100 million in purchase orders. It should be noted that the purchase orders are not guaranteed and there is no certainty that all of the orders will be completed or that they will be fulfilled in their entirety due to such things as logistics delays. Nevertheless, this is indicative of business interest that Neptune is a preferred distributor for major corporations seeking innovative and critical health and wellness products. Despite the decline in global economic activity since the outbreak of COVID-19, the successful steps Neptune has taken during this difficult economic period have increased sales, distribution, and reach at both the business-to-business and business-to-consumer segments in the consumer packaged goods market, and set Neptune to deliver compound growth for years to come. To understand the growing momentum at Neptune, I would like to explain how our transformation has occurred and what lies ahead. There are four primary steps. Step one of our investment phase. We built a portfolio of scalable brands, including Forest Remedies, Ocean Remedies, Neptune Wellness, Mood Ring, and Oceano. Our goal is to revolutionize the health and wellness marketplace and meet consumer demand through the integration of cannabis into holistic health and wellness formulation, such as those found in Neptune's own and operated brands. But we see it as being far more than that. Today, a consumer can harness a wide range of cannabinoid benefits, such as this antifungal, antibacterial and moisturizing properties integrated into products from toothpaste to deodorants, hand sanitizers, and to daily household usage. Beyond medicinal and recreational cannabinoids, Neptune will integrate cannabis into the CPG marketplace across a wide variety of categories. These product categories are ripe for Neptune's next step in the months to come. With the election of Joe Biden as the next president of the United States, the decriminalization of Mariana has taken a giant step forward. In a poll released on November 9, 68% of Americans a record high want Mariana legalized. With voters in Arizona, Montana, New Jersey, and South Dakota approving Mariana ballot measures, the total number of states to have legalized Mariana now sits at 15, along with the District of Columbia. This support of voters validates the American opportunity for Neptune and demonstrates the value proposition to us as an organization as a world-class leader in the looming sector. Accordingly, in addition to our operations at our state-of-the-art 25,000 square foot facility in North Carolina, the organization plans to open a Florida-based office in 2021 to focus around U.S. legislation and the expectations it represents for Neptune. The second quarter was also transitional, and it will continue through Q3. We made additional investments, including approximately 1.9 million in capex related to our Sherbrooke facility in Quebec. When we transitioned from low-margin B2B offerings to high-margin B2C offerings with Mood Ring, our sustainable and premium cannabis product for the Canadian market. Mood Ring uses our proprietary cold ethanol extraction process technology to create full spectrum extracts for the company's CPT product and newly implemented solvenous extraction for THC concentrates. These investments included 20 million over the past two years related to production run up and additional expenses related to the startup of moving. While it's important to know that we will continue to make investments in the third quarter, the significant investments that require significant capital have already been made. What's more, we anticipate the launch of the mood ring products to begin contributing revenue. Already we have secured a footprint for mood ring of at least 515 retail stores across two Canadian provinces from regulators, with the opportunity to scale to an additional 582 retailers. This provides mood ring access to 80% of the Canadian market in line with that we anticipate Q4 revenue to accelerate at a greater speed than Q3. Step two was improving our cost structure to maximize our existing business, and we are beginning to realize the momentum of our strategic initiatives. We are working towards increasing efficiency and future profitability as a result of do- reducing our headcount by 25%. This will have a favorable impact on the fiscal 2021 process. The headcount reduction represents annualized cost reduction of over $3.5 million, with the understanding that Neptune will continue to reinvest in world-class and to grow our business. Human capital enabled us to report the previously mentioned purchase orders of in excess of $100 million. Additionally, we recently succeeded in our petition to decertify the union representing employees at our facility in Sherbrooke. The benefits of this were realized immediately with increased operational key performance indicators, such as revenue per employee, with a potential of four-fold increase of efficiency in fiscal 2021. We will also retool our North Carolina facility to become a multi-purpose and multi-use platform to meet large-scale consumer demands with various products in the hemp, cannabis, and other health and wellness sectors. With restructuring activities and costs largely behind us, we are now poised for expansion and profitability. The outlook is indeed positive. This leads me to step three and the most important facet of our business innovation. Having re-architected the business to take advantage of both internal and external supply chains, making us agile and scalable across all of our divisions, we expect to make tangible progress in the third and fourth quarter to leveraging our extraction and formulation expertise to meet market demand. We believe this will establish Neptune as an industry leader and be central to securing more long-time supply agreements, more steady and predictable revenue and margin improvements on our brand offering. As well, as we sell alongside our other innovation offerings, including hand sanitizers, the Neptune Air and infrared no touch forehead thermometers, and Neptune Halo and fingertip pull oximeters to monitor heart rate and act as an oxygen saturation monitor. In all, we have now 16 SKUs that we have brought to market 11 in hemp and uh, cannabis, and 5 in health and wellness. Our mission is to become the brand leader in cannabis and have established a KPI program to deliver new SKUs for the next five successive quarters. And we are not done. As we did in March to respond to consumer demand for PPE during COVID-19, we have identified a shortage in the market for sustainable sanitizing wipes. Accordingly, Neptune submitted to the FDA a registration for this product and believe issuance of the code is imminent. Furthermore, Neptune has now agreements with multinational retailers, such as our strategic partner Costco, to stock our products. Our Neptune wellness solution hand sanitizers gel in two ounce 24 packs, made in the United States and not tested on animals, is the latest offering from the innovations team. From last Friday, the product became available for sale on Amazon, the world's largest e-commerce platform, along with three additional SKUs on our storefront. Additionally, Neptune has partnered with a leading CPG company to expand its distribution channel in the personal care and hygiene product lines. This agreement is expected to generate revenue in the range of U.S. 65 to U.S. $137 million over the next 18 months. This deal will serve consumers at both wholesale and retail levels as we now are a U.S. and Canadian master distributor for these products. Because of our expertise in distribution and channel management, which is as a direct result of strategic best-in-class hires over the past six months, we will expand our reach into major North American retailers to create new and additional distribution opportunities for Neptune's owned and operated consumer packaged goods products. Step four is the execution phase. We are working on delivering on those very large purchase orders over the course of the next several quarters. We also expect to leverage these distribution agreements even further to generate further multimillion dollar purchase orders and sales. We are extremely well positioned financially to capitalize on these opportunities. At the end of the second quarter, we had $9 million in cash and cash equivalents, and we recently completed, subsequent to the end of Q2, a US $35 million private placement for working capital. We also announced we have entered into a US $45 million credit facility to support the fulfillment of large purchase orders. Our strategic decision to focus on the innovation of health and wellness is based on our belief that we are standing on the edge of a plant-based transformation driven largely by consumer demand. When we look at the market, our behavioral insight research has identified two primary wellness consumers in the cannabis market, one millennials and two baby boomers. These diverse nature of these demographics is as broad as it is phenomenal for our future grow as a business. We know that people are still getting used to the idea of cannabis, but overall acceptance is high across generations and other nations, with recent research showing 40-plus countries are exploring a legal cannabis framework. A great example of how we are expanding into plant-based product lines is the collaboration with legendary animal behavior expert and conservator, Dr. Jane Goodall under the Forest Remedy brand. The Wonders of Africa Essential Oil Oils Celebrates Dr. Godot's remarkable passion and work. And this collection includes four essential oils that are all sourced from Africa to promote balance, harmony, and vibrance. Inspired by her love of Africa and passion for protecting wildlife, Neptune built with the world's recognized leader international flavor and fragrances This exclusive line of natural plant-based wellness products is what we call a partnership for change. It directly supports the legendary conservatives efforts to create a better world for all living things. So disruptive is this product line, it received earned media in leading publications such as Vogue, Grazia, Yahoo Finance, and others. Neptune is fully aligned with Dr. Goodell's approach to creating a sustainable world for generations to come where consumers want more ecological products and corporations like Neptune have a moral responsibility to minimize their environmental impact. Which is why with every purchase, we donate 5% of the sales price to the Jane Goodell Institute and their mission to protect wildlife and empower local communities. It's not just a duty. It's good for business, too. We know through our own research that consumers want to support companies that are taking a stand on urgent, social, and environmental issues. With our differentiating merchandising assortment, a comprehensive set of convenient fulfillment options, strong balance sheet, and our deeply dedicated team, Neptune is well-equipped to navigate the ongoing challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic and continue on the path we have created to grow profitability in the years ahead. Now, I would like to walk through the results of our second quarter of fiscal 2021. The second quarter revenue was in line with our expectations and generated almost as much revenue than all of fiscal 2020. We have unlocked growth and built Neptune for a better future with strong brands and strategic investments in the growth of our company. Our dual go to market strategy has yielded results that prove our business model. We have shown the consumers we are compelling value proposition. We are leveraging both our capital investments over the last couple of years and our investment in SG&A to build out a world class team and the support of our anticipated continued maturation. Total revenues for the three-month period ended September thirtieth, twenty twenty, increased three hundred and forty percent to about twenty-eight point seven million compared to six point five million in the same period the prior year. On a sequential basis, compared to the restated first quarter of fiscal twenty twenty-one, revenue increased 155%. Year to date, In fiscal 2021, revenues now totaled $40 million compared to $10.9 million, an increase of 267% from the same period last year. The increase for the three-month and six-month period ended September 30, 2020, were mainly attributable to new health and wellness products, such as thermometers and hand sanitizers, and cannabis-related products. Gross profit for the three-month period ended September 30, 2020, decreased to a loss of $4.6 million compared to a profit of 9000 in the prior year period and a profit of $3.3 million in the first quarter of fiscal 2021. The decline in growth margin is a reflection of the strategic decision to invest in the company as we position ourselves for strong long-term growth. Neptune launched numerous new products since the beginning of fiscal 2021, causing high production ramp up costs to temporarily reduce the gross margin of those new products. The situation is expected to stabilize over the course of the next few quarters. Net loss for the quarter ended September 30th, 2020, amounted to 21.8 million compared to a net loss of 20.8 million for the quarter ended September 30, 2019 for an increase of about 1.1 million. The increase is attributable mainly to the decrease in gross margin and the increase in SG&A expenses partly offset by the decrease by 2.4 million in net finance costs and by a 2.8 million increase in income tax recovery. Adjusted EBITDA loss was 12.9 million for the three-month period ended September 30, 2020, compared to a loss of 4.6 million in the prior year period. The decline in adjusted EBITDA is mainly attributable to the change in net loss, the decrease in acquisition cost 1.8 million, in stock-based compensation 5.2 million, in excluded net finance costs 2.4 million, and in income tax recovery. 2.8 2.8 million, partially offset by the cost related to a one time cybersecurity incident for 2 million, the increase in non employee compensation related to warrants, 2.5 million, and in depreciation and amortization of 0.7 million. When we when reconciling adjusted EBITDA to the net loss, you will see that there was 5.5 million in non cash transactions that were adjusted out of EBITDA and only 3.5 million of the adjustments that did touch the company's liquidities, including a little less than 2 million for a cybersecurity incident that was resolved by Neptune with no expected material effect on its operations going forward. Cash and crash equivalents were 9.1 million as of September 30, 2020. Subsequent to the quarter and we completed a US 35 million private placement for working capital, and other general corporate purposes. We also recently announced we have entered into U.S. 45 million credit facility with Perceptive advisors to support the fulfillment of large purchase orders placed by one of our customers. This product is being sourced by us from an overseas supplier, and we are thrilled to have the support from Perceptive, which is a recognized leader in growth capital financing to support the increasing demand for our products. We are also exploring a number of non-diluted financing options with top banking partners. I should also note that management is no longer issuing quarterly revenue guidance given the uncertainty in the timing of the sales in relation to production and transportation issues related to the pandemic situation, such as FDA requirements, lack of raw materials worldwide, and global supply chain challenges. Moreover, due to the worldwide COVID-19 pandemic, supply chains are experienced many challenges, such as delays and unexpected failures in third-party manufacturers and logistics, including delays at customs or port of entry. I will now turn the call over to our Chief Executive Officer and President, Michael Tamarata to discuss the company's strategic initiatives.
3: Thank you, Tony, and good afternoon, everyone. As we are transforming to a fully integrated health and wellness platform, we are creating and expanding brands that will change the world through state-of-the-art plant-based ingredients and will have a positive impact on our planet, people, and pets. Every day, we can vote for the world we want with the products we purchase.
4: Consumers'
3: preferences go beyond Martha Stewart versus Dr. Jane Goodall product lines as consumers demand that brands deliver a broader impact on social and environmental issues. We will always put the consumer first in everything we do. It's not too long ago that people looked at us as only an extraction company. We are leading a transformation in record time to a company with brands in the consumer packaged goods space. This allows us to have unmatched product distribution opportunities. In Canada, we will soon have access to more than 80% of the cannabis market. In the United States, we are building, extending, and collaborating on brands for some of the largest retailers and global consumer packaged goods companies. In short, Neptune has never been better. We are building a sizable head start on the competition and are one of the largest third-party cannabinoids product manufacturers. Our extraction capabilities are diverse, and we have multiple revenue streams from both our B2B and B2C businesses. We have moved closer to the consumer with our forest remedies, ocean remedies, and Neptune brands, as well as our newly launched Moodring cannabis brand, with more brands coming soon. We continue to improve our efficiencies as we move towards the new vision and optimize the bottom line. We are focused and agile and able to respond in real time, which is unique in the industry. When I joined Neptune in July, 2019, We were tasked with making a transition from a B2B to a diverse and fully integrated health and wellness company focused on natural, plant-based, and sustainable brands. To do that, we've had to identify opportunities that can be improved by cannabinoids and (laughs) plant-based ingredients, such as adult recreation, medical, but also consumer-packaged good uses. While we still have work to do to accomplish our goals, our B2C business is growing, and we remain strong in our B2B initiatives. This go-to-market strategy sets Neptune apart from its competition and is yielding results, long-term revenue opportunities for the company. The time for cannabis is now, and the many uses for cannabinoids have the potential to disrupt industries and supply chains for the better. Legalization of cannabis is gaining momentum in the United States, with additional states including Arizona, Montana, New Jersey, and South Dakota changing their restrictions in the recent election. We believe the legalization of cannabis has never been closer. Neptune can win in the recreational market, the medical market, and the consumer packaged good uses for cannabis and cannabinoids derived from hemp and or cannabis. As we look to the next phase of growth, Neptune is focused on innovations, the possibilities of multiple categories, and the legal markets within the United States. Its antifungal, antibacterial, and moisturizing properties can be used in products from toothpaste that can fight gingivitis to plant-based deodorants that can compete with clinical-strength products to hand sanitizers that are better for the skin. In the coming months, we believe cannabis will be an important part of strengthening the U.S. economic recovery and raising revenues for both state and federal governments. In Canada, Neptune will bring its Moodring cannabis brand to more than 534 retail stores With the opportunity to scale to an additional 582 retailers. This provides Moodring with access to 81% of the Canadian market. And we will soon be launching a second brand exclusively for Quebec. And recently, Neptune has launched its hand sanitizers on Amazon.com in one liter and two ounce 24 packs. Additional sizes and products will be added to the Neptune storefront in the coming weeks. Some of these products will also be available at Costco, online and in store. You can also expect to see storefronts on Amazon for our other brands coming soon. We remain focused on new product opportunities for hygiene, including sanitation wipes. We have submitted additional products to the FDA and EPA for registration and look forward to making those announcements soon. We remain committed to enhancing lifestyles of people around the world through eco-friendly and groundbreaking products. Together, we can create a more sustainable world that with every purchase makes a difference. And now I'm going to turn it over to the operator for questions. Thank you.
1: As a reminder to ask a question, you'll need to press star 1 on your telephone. To withdraw your question, press the pound or hash key. Please stand by. We compile the Q&A roster. Your first question comes from a line of Aaron Gray from Alliance Global Partners. Your line is open.
5: Hi. Good evening, and uh, thanks for the questions. So, first question for me, just to I just want to clarify something really quickly. I understand how you're not giving guidance going forward, but just looking back on the guidance you provided uh, for the quarter twenty eight to thirty two. Just given the restatement that you had last quarter, um, was that based off like apples to apples basis would have been higher if you were still doing the gross versus net. Just want to ask that clarifying question first, and how that guidance was given back then versus how you report it now.
3: I think that would go to a. Is Michael Camerana, It would go to a technical accounting measure related to Canada. So uh, Tony would be more of the expert on, on to that. But what we're looking for is the amount of products that, and as you can see with over $100 million in purchase orders, we're starting to pile a nice backlog and we're working the teams around the clock to continue to fill orders. But some of those orders we would clarify the, the profits from and some of those orders, uh, we would classify the, uh, the revenue and the profits from. That's obviously related
5: to technical uh, measure, uh, related to Canada. Okay. All right. Great. Thanks. And, and then, then, Michael, just as you continue to focus on distribution specifically within the U.S., you know, can you talk about you know the strategy of right now, how you're um, looking to expand, you know, that distribution through the partnerships that you have? you know, with the large, um, you know, CPG companies that you guys have announced and how that really is going to be, as you look at kind of the, the top line opportunities and also the margin opportunities, how are you looking to set up to get as much distribution as possible, you know, now so you do have, you know, a scale and shelf space when there is time for you to implement, you know, either the plant-based or CBD type CPG products uh, of your own as you kind of move forward?
3: Yeah, so we're actively focusing on... And we took a unique approach to try and make sure that we optimize our bottom line as we're focusing heavily on, on, on profitability. So the, this distribution that we've set up was evident with the, the hand sanitizer launch. We set up a distribution pipeline that allowed us within weeks to, to scale up the brand. And I will also point out that our hand sanitizers, we started off with an international supply chain And then at the request of a US retail, we actually switched it completely to be made in the US. Uh, And we did that within a matter of weeks and and maybe a month. So our supply chain is robust, fast, and and can change on dime. And that's something that's very unique. And also a lot of our consumer packaged good uh, companies that we've partnered with have also looked at us and, and optimized us for enhancing their supply chains. So we are in the process right now in enabling different retailers in the drug market. Uh, like uh, uh, drug stores, as well as club stores like Costco. We went up to about, uh, in that quarter, 50% of the Costco stores uh, and then had to regroup and then we'll be expanding hopefully uh, in December the rest, uh, and we'll also be rolling out one of our CPG partners' products starting in December. Uh, they had a shipment move from August to December. so. As we're seeing international supply chains, some of our CPG partners are more reliant on uh, global supply chains, and uh, whether with the new launches of uh, uh, Xbox and HP and a lot of other products happening simultaneously in uh, uh, this holiday season, we've seen a increased uh, a shortage of air freight availability and some cargo freightability, but we're definitely uh domestically building the supply chain and utilizing our manufacturing capabilities to make sure that we can bring product directly to the consumer as fast as possible at the same time we're helping our international consumer packaged good companies enhance their supply chain again to bring product quickly to the consumer
5: appreciate that color and just one more quick one for me and then i'll jump back in the queue Um, So, so congrats on on the $100 million in purchase order. So, you certainly understand that it's not guaranteed and it's kind of some uncertainty on timing, but um, just kind of any insight you can provide in terms of, uh, like it looks like those six clients, so in terms of the frequency and kind of how big those purchase orders might be just as we think about, you know, how much potential lumpiness we might see in the quarters if you do get it, you know, within one quarter from customers and then the next just as we look to, uh, you know, model up the next couple quarters. Thanks.
3: Yeah, so we are these the size of the orders, uh when, when we started they used to be a couple hundred thousand dollars in
2: purchase orders
3: in a single order. We're now seeing orders that are in excess of a million to ten million to twenty five million dollars in a single order. Uh so there, there is potential for lumpiness and that's why we wanted to make sure that we didn't uh uh guide uh specifically uh anything quarter to quarter because at the end of the quarter, uh depending on customs and shipping, uh that could affect, the, it could go, like we had orders from Q2 uh, Q, uh, Q2 that went into Q3. And so we, it's a very hard, uh, as we're in this hyper-growth mode, to look at it, but it's actually a good spot to be in. I think we've successfully gone, uh, I, I remember when I first found people would compare me to extractors on a daily basis, but I think we've definitely done really good in that peer group and exceeded. And I think now we're starting to gain momentum, especially with our cannabis brands. Uh, and then now with the opportunities in the states, as we mentioned earlier, we'll be opening up an office in, in the U.S. to heavily focus on making sure Neptune's in the first position and and, uh, and ready to, to take advantage of opportunities
5: as uh, we're planning for. Oh, great, thanks. I'll jump back in the queue.
1: Your next question comes from a line of Gerald Pasquarelli from Cowan. Your line is open.
4: Hi, good evening. Thank you very much for taking the questions. Um, So I'm going to stick on the top line as well. Um, Fully understand um, that given kind of the uncertainty and and, and timing disparities that that you're not going to, um, to guide. Anymore, but um, regarding the large distribution partnership with the CPG company, you did offer, um, you know, the 65 to 137. And so I guess any more color you can provide on how you came um, up with that range and then maybe what's embedded um, in the low end of the expectation versus
3: um, the high end. Uh, that'd be helpful.
4: Thank yeah. You.
3: Yeah. So that range was worked on, obviously, by that CPG partner uh, and with our teams. Uh, We did see that they uh, had a product change that they made that originally was going to launch in uh, August and then ended up launching uh, receive the shipments in December. Uh, We feel very confident in that range and and see opportunities uh, to actually expand. Uh, But again, as far as uh, we're not serving one product orders and $100,000 purchase orders, these are very large orders uh, through very large customers as well. Um, One of the unique things uh, that we've uh, even been able to secure is is distribution across even professional opportunities like theme parks and cruise ships. And and obviously uh, the frequency of those, when they start kicking in and the cruise ships start going back, uh, every seven days product out on those ships and theme parks uh, almost daily. So as we're scaling up our customer distribution capabilities, not only for physical retail uh, in the U.S., but also for the professional retail, uh, the size of the orders are much larger uh, than a uh, a, a steadied smaller group of uh, purchase orders. So we feel very confident uh, in in the partnership with our CPG customer. They do have more uh, overseas manufacturing uh, utilization. The uh, Neptune has been focusing heavily on building out its in North America, and specifically in the US uh, and Canada. so, we would hopefully see in the next couple quarters a steady flow. Uh, but again, we are in a hyper growth mode. And uh, we have to make sure that uh, auditors and everybody sign off on the timing of the shipments when we receive the product after they clear customs. We are seeing that it used to take a day for customs, we're seeing up to 14 days uh, for some uh, large shipments. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, yeah go ahead, Tony. Sorry.
0: Yeah, uh, a great uh, response. Uh, Great response, um, uh, Michael. I would also add that there is opportunity for growth well beyond that uh, CPG leading company. So that's one of the components, and uh, there is opportunity for growth in in our other uh, segments. So growth will will accelerate. As we now go into, uh, you know, the, the successfully into the uh, cannabis B two C sector, and uh, also expanding further on some other uh, products from the innovation team, so that CPG uh, will be one of the goal segments, but and it will contribute to the growth. And there's opportunity beyond that.
4: Got it. Uh, super helpful. Thank you. Um, My next question, Tony, this is probably for you. Um, It's just on SG&A. Obviously, when you provided your business, uh, your operational update, you alluded to to cuts. Um, I guess as we look forward, um, if you could just maybe give us a cadence on what we could expect um, just in terms of the SG&A line, maybe over the back half of this year and then into next year, I think that'd be helpful for modeling purposes. Thank you. So uh, so SG&A
0: has been uh, increasing uh, somewhat and that as it relates to the uh, talent addition on the innovation uh, team. And that has been showing uh, a very good success, as, uh, as proven by the large POs of $100 million that we have uh, been uh, able to, to secure. So investment into that team has been already been successful. However, uh, I also would like to uh, see now more revenue growth, and we have internal KPIs such as revenue per employee, and I would like to see that KPI uh, growing uh, over time uh, faster, and that's that's the projection. So, if there is growth uh, in in SCNA, I need to see uh, you know uh, proportionally more growth uh, on the revenue side in order to uh, meet, you know, the, the increase in KPI targets that we have.
4: Understood. Thank you very much. I'll pass it on.
1: Again, if you would like to ask a question, please press star and then one on your telephone keypad. Your next question comes from the line of John Chu from Desjardins Capital Markets. Your line is open.
6: Hi, good afternoon. So just following up on that $100 million order that you announced, and uh, i can appreciate time frame in terms of shipping the uncertainty of customs and supply chain but if all of that were were not an issue uh, under the circumstances can you give us a sense of if if everything was going smoothly on all of those fronts what kind of time frame could you see and obviously we know it, it can spill over several quarters beyond that but can you can you give us a sense on uh, ideally what that could look like um
0: Would love to, and would make me, uh, you know, as the exporter, extremely happy if I have good visibility on getting those orders in. Uh, But John, uh, during these times, we just have seen so many variables of uh, things that are affecting this, from uh, raw materials uh, worldwide uh, challenges, from global supply chain uh, challenges to logistics, cargo, uh, uh, getting on flights, uh, sitting. sitting in ports so it's extremely uh, difficult to kind of uh, get to uh, to kind of a normalized scenario especially knowing that we are in this in this probably for another let's say two or three quarter in, in the in this pandemic uh, situation so it's it's very hard uh, to predict but what i can say is the fact is that we are now securing a purchase orders uh, in an aggregate of $100 million, and, and I, could, I, I, I would like to qualify that $100 million as conservative. Uh, that's really a very strong uh, indicator for the interest into Neptune's innovation products, and also its distribution and channel management capabilities.
6: And, and presumably, when you say that it's not guaranteed and, and the orders may not actually reach that number, is it a function of just how the products are performing, presumably in terms of the demand, and and uh, obviously if if it's not performing up to standards or or the demand is just not there, then then the customers would effectively uh, go below that number. Is it, is it as simple so, um, as that?
3: I think. Yeah, it's... we
0: have. Go ahead, Matthew. Oh, go on, Tony. Uh, we have seen a lot of fluidities in POs under these circumstances. Uh, people are desperately seeking products in the uh, PPE uh, space uh, during the, uh, the the pandemic. So many of our customers that I'm speaking to personally, they tell me, you know, whatever product we can get, you know, Neptune can get into its inventory and distribute to them, uh, they will take. So. So the bottleneck uh, it, during these times is not at the consumer end, but it's at the manufacturer end. So that, that provides us a lot of variables. Um, but the, the, these 100 million uh, purchase orders—you know—again, I qualify them as, as being conservative, we, which you know, which tells you that I feel pretty comfortable that we can bring them home. And uh, and uh, I don't, you know, hopefully I don't see uh, any issues with them. But again, these are unprecedented times, and we have seen that as the pandemic and as COVID-19 surges, the economic instability is just increasing, and that would, you know, it leads me us to to think about uh, or have a certain disclaimer on that.
6: Now, you do say in your release that the... the one you're thing say- I would
3: add to that, too, yeah. is, like, we're seeing not just in the PPE, but even with the launching of Mood Ring in Canada, uh, we actually are very fortunate to have Alonzo as a partner in the capsules. So we're seeing demand on our capsules and our high-CBD-based uh, products. So we're seeing demand across the board on different uh, products. And I think that, if anything, we've had to, you know... Uh, limit the, and allocate the amount of products that we have on order and to different customers and retailers, because we're also working with the retailers directly, to start prepping and helping them build out uh, their uh, CBD or hemp lines, as well as uh, other product lines that we're working with them in a collaborative way um, in the United States. And then also, like we talked about uh, with Quebec, we're going to be launching an exclusive brand just for that, that, that territory. So we have a lot of great initiatives that are going on right now, and we have a lot of demand for the products because we've taken a unique approach. Like I I would like anybody to go on Amazon and buy our two-ounce hand sanitizer uh, because the formulation on on that two-ounce, which is our latest state-of-the-art, is is, is pretty amazing when you look at the performance. And then followed up by our Dr. Jane uh, Goodall hand sanitizers and product line and and then our hemp uh, and CBD and product lines we're definitely starting to see a heavy demand for high-quality products. And Neptune has been very fortunate not only to develop high-quality products and do it affordably, uh, but also have a purpose with each purchase. And I think that that's something that, that sets us apart. And we'll also be talking later this year about our ESG and, and really bringing to market all the initiatives that we do as a company internally and, and uh, externally as well. So I just wanted to add that in.
6: Okay, can you help me reconcile, though, that there's a statement in the MD&A about you're seeing lower demand for sanitizer? So is there a risk that for some of the other PPE that, that presumably that $100 million is is focused on that at some point you're see more? It's a variable, supply?
3: right? Um, it's a variable when it comes to demand. Like, there's different SKUs that have a, a lot higher demand, and it goes up and down. So it's not – these orders aren't uh, – uh, we at least launched these products several months ago. Um, so it's been an up racket, but we definitely do see that in hand sanitizers, there's a change in, in formulation. People want products, and that's why see if you go to Amazon and buy the product, you'll see the performance that we use that is almost hospital grade or exceeding it, as well as with the scents and, and the smells. That's something that we work really closely with IFF on. So we see up, uh, and again, we scale with the demand. It does take a couple of weeks to, to ramp up and a couple of weeks to slow it down, but there's other PPE products and, and stuff that we're working on with the CPG partners and our other retail partners for their private labels as well.
4: Okay. Thank you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes today's conference call. Thank you for participating. You may now
0: disconnect.